The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Join now and MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 100% bonus. Just use the promo code SGP100 to activate the offer. So visit MyBookie today. Play, win, and get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Oddshark. Oddshark offer you free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff with betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Oddshark and check them out at www.oddshark.com. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas, get easily trackable line movement and see which team the public backs view betting trends all day calculate your return and follow your picks right from your device so head over to betql.co and download the app guys you are listening to the epl show on the sports gambling podcast network follow the sports gambling podcast network on twitter at the sgp network that's at the sgp network we are coming off the back of a amazing week last week eight and two landing the lock again so we are on a really decent lock run now of five and one the only time we didn't land previously is when we came off Chelsea. We weren't on Chelsea last week, thank God, because their 100% record is gone. We went on to Man United under one and a half goals in the first half. Um, didn't actually cash as easily as I expected because United scored early after just 18 minutes through Fred. So we did have to negotiate most of that second half, hoping there wasn't a goal. And Paul Pogba actually hit the crossbar right at the end of the first half. But it doesn't matter how you win, just matters if you win. And you'll be well up following this show at the moment, being eight and two on our locks over on lockbetting.com on the European show the lock run is just as impressive it's four and one there we've landed four locks every time we've gone for Barcelona we had Barcelona to score in both halves as the lock last time out so if you want to get this week's edition of the European show head over to lockbetting.com and check it out the European show will be there as will the, the next Champions League show for next week will be on the European show but if you do want it here on the SGP network just tweet the guys and let them know we want a weekly Champions League show just tweet them and they'll give it to you at the SGP network and um, yeah Ryan and Sean are happy to put anything on their feed that you guys want to hear so if you want Champions League on there without going to lockbetting.com and that is something that a lot of people want and obviously Champions League is the most popular football competition in the world then Happy to bring the podcast over to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. But at the moment, it currently sits at lockbetting.com for week two. And um, maybe by week three, we will have it here on the SGP Network. We definitely will have it on week four because that's where we're going to do a mid season review of the Champions League or the mid review of the group stages because we'll be halfway through the group stages three games gone with three to play and um, I will be doing a um, a mid group review of the Champions League to see where we're at see where our anti-post bets are see where our futures lie and see where the next set of fixtures lie uh, in terms of going into week four where we'll some teams might be in must win situations and some teams may be in cruise control so 
that will all be uh, determined as to what by what happens in the next two Champions League fixtures. Um, none of the major teams are really in trouble yet, other than Manchester City, who of course had that shocking defeat at home to Lyon where they lost 2-1. But you would still expect Manchester City to bounce back there and win four games uh, for the next five and, and still win that group, hopefully, because that was one of our um, one of our selections in our big Champions League parlay. So anyway, enough about Champions League. Let's move back onto EPL because we have some really, really important games this week, some bigger games than we had last week, whereas last week we kind of had a lot of big team versus small team kind of, uh, kind of games where you had to kind of... Um, kind of had to find bets quite and they were quite hard to come by whereas this week it's a lot more this team's going to win that team's going to win this team's not going to lose kind of simple bets that you can probably find at all bookies whether you bet in the UK or the US whether you go to mybookie.ag which is obviously the official sponsor of the sports gambling podcast um, probably won't need to do tons of work here looking for looking for odds and markets and things because there's a lot of straight out winners or straight out teams not to lose like double chance betting plus one handicaps that kind of thing that people find easier to find uh, as opposed to um, last week's a lock which was Man United and Wolves under one and a half goals in the first half so a lot more simple this week first up we have West Ham hosting Man United West Ham were the team that took Chelsea's 100% record last week in a 0-0 draw West Ham are 10-3 to win this game Manchester United are 5-6 and the draw is 14-5 despite going on quite a decent run away from home where they won three consecutive away games Manchester City are uh, sorry Manchester United are back in must win territory once again they had a um, a bad result at home against Wolves where they drew one all and then went out of the Carabao Cup midweek where they were upset by Derby County on penalties and there's more problems between Mourinho and Pogba so despite the fact that Technically, Man United's record in the last five is 1-3, drawn two, lost none because the, the, the draw doesn't constitute a defeat. It just means the penalty shootout needed to determine which team was eliminated. So in the record books, it will go down as a draw. But um, yeah, Man United, despite being unbeaten in five games, the, the pressure's back on because Man United can't drop points at home to Wolves. It's not acceptable. Man United can't go out of the cup to Derby. Man United can't have rips between the manager and the players and people coming out and saying shit in the press. You just can't have that. And all of a sudden, after three away wins, and two of them were very, very good away wins, to go to young boys in Europe and uh, and to win at Watford, who had 100% record at the time, are really good away wins. Burnley, I expected Man United to win because they had Europa League hangover and um, they don't look that great this season. But yeah, two wins were really decent. Um, and of course, young boys as well playing at artificial pitch, which, which top professionals hate. And it always gives the team that play on the artificial pitch an advantage. And um, young boys had a big advantage over Man United, which Man United overcame. But as it is must-win territory, I do like Man United to win this game out right here at five to six. Um, I just think that they have a very good record um, against West Ham in general. West Ham don't have a big home advantage. I think they really played out of their skin to get the draw against Chelsea last week because that was a London derby and West Ham and Chelsea don't like each other. But uh, Chelsea had enough chances in that game to win two fucking matches. I mean... 
I f- it seemed like Hazard could have scored whenever he wanted and was literally trying to gift Morata a goal and Morata's bang out of form so it's very very lucky that um, that West Ham were able to escape with that with a point and they now look okay with four points I never thought they were going to go down anyway they're way too good um, they do have players to trouble Man United it depends what kind of tactics they go for I almost have, I'm at a point where I think Man United struggle more at home because of the pressure of the old Trafford crowd getting on their backs and wanting them to attack 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 whereas away from home they can sit back um, and soak up teams on the counter in their home ground and basically hit them with a bit of pace which the likes of Lingard and Sanchez do have although Sanchez his contribution has been minimal it'd be interesting to see if Paul Pogba features in this game um, that may affect the way that you bet um, despite the fact he's fallen out of Mourinho I'm not happy taking Man United in this game uh, without Paul Pogba starting because Paul Pogba has almost played his best this season in order to stick it to Mourinho. It's, it's almost like a lot of people criticise Mourinho and Pogba for the rift, but it actually has brought better performances out of Paul Pogba in the, in the three away games that Man United won. He was quite influential in all of them. So I'm taking United here at five to six or minus 120 in the States. Up next, um, you have Arsenal hosting Watford in the Premier League at three o'clock. Um, Arsenal are at one to two. The draw is 18 to five. And uh, Watford are nine to two. Arsenal are available as low as four to seven here. Um, I always take Arsenal at home against a non-top six team. It's a very standard bet. It's funny actually that Arsenal were stronger favourites to beat. Everton than they are against Watford. Watford are getting some respect here because normally this you'd probably expect to see this at around about four to eleven, one to three minus three hundred. But yeah, getting Arsenal eight to fifteen is a good bet because on paper they are a much better team than Watford. And Watford are playing some really good stuff this season. Um, they actually are kind of like a poorer version of Arsenal, except they press a lot more. They're really scary in that press. And I do think that that's going to put pressure on the Arsenal back four because um, then they're just not very good. And I do expect Arsenal to be able to outscore this Watford team. However, I do expect Watford to score in this game. So both teams to score is definitely a good bet in this game as well. I'm just trying to get a price for you on that because I didn't actually look it up because I'm not giving it out as my official bet. It's it's four to seven also. So you can go either way in this. Um, you, can, you can basically lean towards Arsenal's uh, home record or you can lean towards the fact that Arsenal manage really poorly against teams that press, especially against a very defense a very poor defensive unit with Socrates and be it Koscielny or Mustafi or whoever they're, they're just very slow or Socrates isn't slow he's just not a very good footballer and um going up against the press these guys are going to panic um Bellerin and Monreal especially Bellerin like to get forward so there's going to be gaps out wide as well I think Watford are scoring this game but I think they're they're not exactly epic is at the back themselves so I do expect Arsenal to break through more uh, Arsenal always score at least two goals at home so I think this could be in the 2-1 3-1 region uh, but I like both bets here but I'm going to officially go for Arsenal Everton versus Fulham Everton are 4-5 the draw is 3-1 Fulham at 18-5 uh, I like what I saw from Everton in the loss against Arsenal last week um, again 
like Chelsea, Everton had enough chances to win two matches as well. Arsenal were just awful in the first 45 minutes. They could have gone in half-time 3-0 down, and that would have really brought question marks over Unai Emery, despite the fact he started with two defeats. He has managed to bring it back by actually getting through in the Carabao Cup and winning all his other games. Arsenal now look pretty decent at four wins and two draw, uh, four wins and two losses. 12 points from 18 is not a bad return, but it could have been very different because if Everton had beaten Arsenal, it would have been, well, you won the easy games, but any team that are remotely tough are managing to cause Arsenal problems. If you remember rightly, even West Ham caused Arsenal some problems at the Emirates and Everton certainly did, but the 2-0 the two scoreline doesn't reflect that Arsenal ever had any issues. But if you watch the first half of that game, Everton certainly could have put the game out could have put Arsenal out of sight and put the game to bed uh, Richarlison was guilty of missing a lot of chances but he, but the more positive thing is, is that you have to be in a position to miss chances in the first place which is what he was and uh, going into this game I strongly fancy Everton on 4-5 to five to get back on track and win this game and possibly put those chances away at home I think that's the best bet here and um, again I like both teams to score because neither team is a wonderful defensive unit and uh, both teams look more decent in attack than than anything but um, I'm going to go for Everton up next you have Huddersfield against Tottenham Huddersfield 7-1 7-2 to draw 1-2 to Tottenham Tottenham were a really good bet for us last week I strongly fancied him to stand up to the criticism and win against Brighton I strongly fancied him again Huddersfield are a piss poor team who are going to get relegated out of this league just like Cardiff are and um, I'm not going to take any bets on Huddersfield especially against anybody in the top half if you remember a few weeks ago I took Palace to win at Huddersfield um, Huddersfield are the only team though that have ruined one of our locks this season so although Tottenham have lock potential I'm sceptical of it because Huddersfield did blow one of our locks when they got a shocking draw at Everton this season so lock potential here not 100% on it uh, as a lock but 100% on it as the selection in this game take Tottenham at 1-2 to two because I'm certain they're winning at Huddersfield next up Manchester City versus Brighton again Man City home game no bets here for you at all. They're one to ten, eight to one the draw, twenty-two to one on Brighton. Um, I found a little bet one to two for Man City to win and Aguero to score at any time. Uh, that would give uh, that would give you um, a lot of incentive as well to captain Aguero in your fantasy teams this week uh, Man City defenders as well would be a decent option as would Tottenham defenders as well um, not expecting Man City or Tottenham to concede this weekend and uh, expecting Manchester City to have an easy game against Brighton who I think will be among the relegation lot uh, I think it's go- I still think it's going to be between Brighton and Burnley to determine who goes down with Huddersfield and Cardiff up next Leicester traveling to Newcastle who themselves are a relegation prospect no win yet this season Newcastle at 6 to 4 to get their first win of the season Leicester 15 to 8 coming off the back of a win against Huddersfield that I almost locked up last week did it from a goal down you're able to get them in running at plus 200 uh, the draw here is 9 to 4 um Again, Newcastle, one of these teams, I can't take them yet because they're playing against a team that on paper are better than better than them. And um I do I I do like the way that um that Bournemouth managed to handle Leicester away because Leicester do 
have some very sloppy away days because of their manager. It isn't the most inept at motivating people is motivation and Claude Puel are not really two things that, that kind of go together and that's kind of why he hasn't managed to hold on to jobs because you do have this kind of downward trajectory with him as well at times but um, I, I just think that they're way too good on paper to to drop points or to, to, or to get beaten at Newcastle this week so I like Leicester at, at win or draw at 4-7 to seven to manage to avoid a loss here Um so that's what I'm going to go for here. Up next, you have Wolves hosting Southampton. Wolves are three to four. The draw is five to two, and Southampton are four to one. I like Wolves. Uh, I like Wolves when they beat Burnley the week before. I like the fact that they've just gone and got a draw at Man United, and at times look the more likely to win that game at the end. And I like Wolves at home to Southampton, who are not a good away team. And um, last time out. Uh, that we saw them they, they managed to blow a 2-0 lead against Brighton and the week before that they were getting dismantled by Liverpool so not overwhelmingly confident in Southampton at all um, so I had that the wrong way around it was the the, 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 the game against Brighton was first and then last week they got spanked against Liverpool uh, regardless they, they've taken one point in their last two games should have had a definite win against Brighton uh, let that slip from 2-0 up so their defence isn't really all that either this season which I think will will certainly play into Wolves' hand I think Nevis could have a good game here I think he's a really good selection in fantasy at just 5 million I also like Bolly at the back for just 4.5 Willie Bolly um, I think a potential clean sheet here for Wolves but definitely a win loving that price at 3-4 to four. you can get out of 4-5 as well Moving on to the main game on Saturday, it's the top two, Chelsea versus Liverpool. Um, Chelsea just knocked Liverpool out of the Carabao Cup. They are 9-5 to five to win this game, 13-5 to five the draw, and Liverpool are favourites to get revenge as 7-5. to five. I don't know why Liverpool are the favourites here to win at Chelsea, a team that... Um, the team that just beat them the other day in the cup and Liverpool had more first team players starting than Chelsea did Chelsea in the end did end up bringing on Hazard that changed the game and Liverpool tried to bring on Salah when it was probably too late but um, I like Chelsea here I'm going to take Chelsea to to win this game and end the 100% record at Liverpool I think either way I think the 100% record is going to go because I don't think Liverpool are going to go and win at Chelsea. Um, my official selection in this is going to be Chelsea or draw. But later on, when we do come to the lock dog tees, I will be taking Chelsea as a dog. Love this price here at 9-5 to five or 2-1 to one in places. Um, can't see anything better as a dog on this board. And... Um, Quite frankly, I think it's the wrong underdog. I don't think Chelsea should be underdogs in this game. I think they should at least be six to four each, um, plus 150 each. I just don't see any justification for Liverpool's favouritism at Chelsea, a team that have started with a 100% record till last week where they were held against West Ham in a game they absolutely 100% dominated. Moving on to Sunday, we get a really shitty game for some reason that's on TV. We have Cardiff versus Burnley and uh, everyone's going to complain about this being on TV and what's going to make it even more complaint worthy is that this is going to end up with under two and a half goals. This is a potentially a nil-nil because Cardiff will want to come out, not want to lose their home games. Uh, Burnley are going to keep it tight. I do think Burnley are a decent underdog here. I think Cardiff are the worst team in the league. Burnley are a decent price at two to one to nick this game. Cardiff 
don't justify favoritism at six to four. There's two really good bets here, even though this is a shit game to put on TV. I like four to six uh, on the under two and a half goals. Um, I like. Um, Cardiff, uh, sorry, Burnley with a plus one goal difference at minus 200. Uh, they would be the two bets that I play here. It's going to be a tough, tough watch and it's going to generate a lot of complaints. I really don't understand why this one is um, this one is the Sunday game, but I guess it may be that ethos that you now have to put every team on once uh, in each half of the season. Um, I just think it would have been better if you put Cardiff on uh, against a, a Liverpool or a Man United and maybe had your Burnley quotiera against the same teams uh, I'm not too sure I think, I think Cardiff and Arsenal already was on TV this season so we're seeing Cardiff play twice in the first seven games really odd uh, no interest in this at all apart from from a betting perspective so if you're not betting this don't bother watching it go out and do something else on Sundays it's um NFL's on two hours afterwards anyway, so put money on that instead. Um, Monday night, Bournemouth versus Crystal Palace. Bournemouth at six to five. Uh, the draw is five to two, and Palace are 21 to 10. I think Bournemouth are cruising a bit now. I think they've had a really good start and may already be feeling like they're going to be staying in this league. Uh, whereas Crystal Palace are really terrible at home where they don't score but seem to be better away which makes me lean towards taking Palace or draw here at 4-6 to six on the minus 150 uh, I just think that's a, just a much better bet here um, Palace are really good travellers and they always have Wilfred Zaha who's always a massive danger but um but yeah Bournemouth seem to be slipping a little bit now they seem to be in real cruise mode uh, especially last week losing to Burnley 4-0 is a terrible result uh, given the fact that Burnley don't really possess that much attacking potential but uh, yeah I, I like this game um, I think I think, I think think it's going to be an entertaining game both teams could score in this game it's not like the Cardiff-Burnley game yeah it's not one of your top sexy teams but they are two teams that attack so I'm expecting a decent game out of Bournemouth and Crystal Palace on Monday night Moving on to the lock dog parlay for this week. Um, my lock, I touched on it earlier. I haven't really seen anything better. Tottenham at Huddersfield, one to two. Uh, cannot see Tottenham not going there and getting a result against Huddersfield. Um, I'm tempted to add that to my parlay as well, to be honest, but I won't. I'll try and do something a little bit different for you guys in terms of the parlay. Um, Going to go with Arsenal, of course. I love Arsenal as a home team against a non-top six side. I think Arsenal will definitely win that game here. Um, Going to add Everton as well. Um, Everton at home to Fulham. Uh, I do think that based on what I saw last week, Everton certainly do have... I do have it in their locker uh, to come out and put a beating on, on Fulham. Uh, they, they need to because they've not really been in great form lately. And uh, I think it's almost reached a point where Marco Silva needs a win in this game. And the last one, I was tempted between Sergio Aguero to score any time and Man City to win. But I'm going to make this a really big payout for you. I'm going to go for Wolves. I said it's Arsenal, Everton and Wolves. Uh, $100 on that ends up paying you $440. So let's run through that again. The lock is Tottenham. The parlay is Arsenal, Everton and Wolves. And the dog 
which I said earlier on in the show, is Chelsea. You're going to stick that with that one. Chelsea is the dog. That is your lock dog parlay for this week. That is the EPL show for this week. Um, make sure you check out lockbetting.com if you want this week's European show. And if you want a preview of Champions League match day two, that will all be on lockbet, lockbetting.com. And if you guys want the Champions League show to move over to the SGP, and just let the guys know, let the guys know that we love the Champions League. We want to bet on the Champions League and we want to hear the podcast about it. So just tweet the guys at the SGP network and Ryan and Sean will hit me up in an email and say, Bill, can you cover the Champions League for us? Not problem, guys. But like I said, I'm doing it anyway. It's at lockbetting.com and it will remain at lockbetting.com. And the thing is, is that this week I'm planning to do even more. I'm planning to actually put out a um a Europa League show as well on Thursday because I was looking at some provisional bets in the Europa League last week and didn't actually commit to anything with a with a massive stake but there's money to be made everywhere at the moment in European betting because the markets don't really take into consideration um, teams that uh, the, the, the the general consensus is with the Europa League that a lot of people are going to play the second string or a lot more reserves than they do and that just is not happening like Arsenal pretty much fielded a full strength team people are incentivized to win the Europa League someone like Arsenal will find it easier to win the Europa League than they will to finish in the top four a lot of teams are massively motivated for this competition and that's why it's definitely worth covering so as I said lockbetting.com a European show will be dropping on Friday a Champions League preview will be dropping Monday night and the Europa League show will be coming up on Wednesday night as well. So lots of stuff over at lockbetting.com. But the EPL show will forever remain right here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the guys on Twitter at the SGP Network. I've been Billy. This has been the EPL show. Good luck with all your picks. Thanks for listening to me, guys. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.